0: This is Dream Chasers with Adam Carswell. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Dream Chasers Adventures in the Future. I'm your host, General Moses, Adam Carswell, whatever you want to call me, that guy. I'm joined today by that other guy, which I just found out is on the other side of the world from me, maybe from many of us coming to us live from Japan. We've got Sam Troy in the building. Sam, it's an honor to have you here. You're a leader of the new school. You're a Tool Room Academy grad. If you could just let our our listeners know what I was most curious
1: about. How did you end up in Japan, good sir? Okay, yeah. Good question. First of all, thank you for having me here, Adam. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. So, back to your question. Yeah, uh, I've been here just over 12 years now in Japan. Wow. Uh, I live in a city called Fukuoka, which is in the south of Japan and to cut a long story short i came here with my now ex-partner girlfriend okay <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of us why right? we follow follow the, where the love goes sure um and i just loved living here and i just been here ever since kind of thing right i like that and now my life's kind of in in this country like it feels like my home now i've been here so long
0: sure 12 years and i'm just taking a look at our so sam and i are both on the leaders of the new school compilation for tool room records 2024. I mean, I know we're both having a blast just with everything that's happening in our music careers right now, and I'm trying to find her name. Sari. Did you get connected with Sari? Because I know she's on the compilation and in Japan.
1: Yes. Funnily enough, the second that the album was, went pre-save and I started sharing it, she hit me up straight away on Instagram. She was like, oh my God, another person from Japan that's right. on tour, finally. Because I didn't know anyone either. I thought I was all alone out here. And then, yeah, now we're c- connected and been talking on Instagram and we have plans to play together, like DJ together nice. in the future, either up in Tokyo or if she comes down to Fukuoka. So.
0: I'm curious, what's, what's the music scene, especially the, the tech house music scene, look like in Japan? Because my assumption is it's it's not that very strong but i'd love to be proven wrong because i've actually been to japan before and i I love i can see why you got hooked on it this tech house warming up
1: in uh you know say in tokyo that's quite intimate especially where i am i'm in a smaller city than tokyo and um uh, the people that are into it are really into it but it's very intimate like it's a small small base of people Uh, A lot of good DJs here, and everyone knows each other. It's a small kind of community. Uh, Up in Tokyo, I've played up there quite a few times. Uh, Again, it's intimate, but on a bigger scale because it's just such a huge city. Like in where I live, you might have a tech house party where you'll get maybe 100 or 200 people come. But if you go up to Tokyo, you get 1,000, 2,000 people come. Okay. Okay.
0: Because
1: especially if you're playing at one of the bigger clubs. Last year, I played at Woom at a tech house party up there, and it was just off the chain. It was just going nuts. But I mean, it's such a huge population up there. Even if you just take one percent of the population that likes tech house, you're going to get a a big party up there. Sure. What's the culture like getting into just like a live show? Because I notice,
0: and and I know normally for those who who've watched any of the, the kind of like the tool room style interviews I've been doing lately, normally I start off like how how did you discover the label Academy? I want to get to that, but I'm just so fascinated by the Japan connection. So I've noticed when I've gone to shows. As a North American to I've been to like EDC in Mexico City. I've been to some other places throughout Central and South America. And I I could be getting this like greatly. So any Latin American listeners that we have, let me know if I'm getting it wrong. But I've noticed kind of like the North American and even the European culture at live shows is a little bit more just really into it as a even as a fan for whoever the DJ is. Whereas when I went to EDC, if you were to compare like the experience at EDC, Mexico City compared to vegas and I'll now given like vegas is kind of like you know one of the mac daddies but mm. it was very like it was very laid back there might have been a little bit of a mosh pit but it was like hey everyone's here everyone's having a good time everyone's liking the music but it wasn't as intense i think north americans and probably even some of the european house music scenes could be pretty intense which i as a dj i think you kind of like that right like you want people to be going yeah. crazy when you're playing what's it like in japan
1: for electronic music like they, they get really into it but they're in their own little world and they're just dancing away it's not like intense where everyone's it's different going nuts. it's different right however when you kind of refer to like um j-pop or japanese pop music there's a lot of j-pop stars here and they go absolutely wild over that like it's a totally different culture for that sure and uh it's yeah we call them like otakus <laughs> they're just so, so into it i gotta plant
0: this seed. maybe we can get sari's help us three collaborate on a track that has some kind of j-pop weaved into it I think that'd be a lot of fun <laughs> yeah, um, yeah i, I know sure. one thing we learned at the academy is so you make sure you you, you focus on your sound right but i don't
1: know that that kind of sounds like that'd be fun if we could do something like that so definitely definitely i think any any kind of tech house track that you could put some sort of japanese cultural influence into could be interesting in my opinion whether it's j-pop or something a bit more traditional i just think it would be fun yeah get a lot of inspiration i mean i, I feel like who
0: really in the in the D.J producer realm wouldn't get inspiration from guys like Diplo, but what I've always admired about what I've seen in his work is he does a great job of like pulling out of each culture what the yeah. people like the most, while still kind of maintaining his own you know brand. So yeah. Uh, I have to meet Sari, too, so I don't want to just go out there and start saying, hey, you know, telling people to collaborate with me who I, who I haven't spoken to yet. But I just think, man, we can do a little Japanese track. I'd be down for that. So
1: tell me, Sam, like, how did you first discover the, the label, Tool Room? The label? Oh, my God, this is going to make me feel old. But <laughs> uh, Actually, I first discovered Mark Knight. I don't know if you know his track Crunch with Richard Dinsdale from wow. way way back. 2005, I think it was. I think I probably heard it. Let's see if I can find it on there. Okay, well, yeah, it's got that old album art for Tool Room. Tool Room Nights. Tool Room Nights, that's it. Yeah. Mark Knight's old uh, mix compilations. That was the first track that I heard of from Mark Knight. And then I just kind of, and then after that was Man with the Red Face, which was huge. Yeah, yeah. And then just from there, I started following Mark Knight and then getting into Tool Room Records. That's cool because you might have, uh, you're joking, it used to make
0: me sound old. That might be the the furthest back reference of a tool room record that we've had really doing these interviews. I know we've done like seven or eight. A lot of people have said things kind of in the realm that you're talking about, man, with the red face, which I want to say was no, no earlier than Oh eight. Yeah. But you just dropped the Oh six one on us since becoming, you know, (laughs) I guess I am still a huge fan of the label. (laughs) And uh, I, I didn't even know some of, I didn't realize how, you know, looking at some of these older tool room, compilations and records and tool room nights and all this stuff it's really cool to go back and just kind of see where everything started i think the tool room radio episode 700 did a great job doing that so anyways man that's really cool i'm gonna listen to crunch again after this call could you tell us like how
1: did you discover the academy then basically when it first started in 2015 wow is that when it started Wow. Yeah, when they started posting about it and advertising it, that's when I became aware of the Academy. And then from there, I was very interested in studying there. Uh, it was between Tour Room Academy and uh, Point Blank Online. If you, point Blank School, no, if you've heard. That one as I, don't well. know, I don't know. It's another another music school from London. but um, Nice. But I was leaning more towards Tour Room as I was a big fan of the label and obviously into tech house and house music and a big fan of Mark Knight. The real turning point for me was when Mark Knight actually came to Japan he did a little tour here and he played in Fukuoka. And I supported him and I was his translator as well. So I spent a lot of time <laughs> with him when he was here and we nice. hung out together and we talked a lot. And I, of course, the first thing I asked him was the, about the Tourum Academy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he was a really great guy and really talked it up. And I was like, that's it, I'm sold. Right. And from there, I just, that was what, five, five years ago now, six years ago. Well, 2015, that's, you yeah, know, we're almost, almost, almost a decade ago, man. It's crazy to think, right? <laughs> uh, when Mark Knight came here, it was 2018, so six years oh, ago. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then from there, I just made a plan and a goal to get to Torum Academy, and last year it finally happened. Nice. I love that. So did you do the, I guess, the intensive course where you would get
0: feedback every week with, uh, well, I'm not sure who your teachers would have been. Did you do that one? Yeah, the master class. My teachers were yeah. Pete right. Griffiths and uh, Dee Ramirez. I should know the name of the course, <laughs> the one on the, 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 intimate course. Yeah. That's so you're in Japan though, is what I was thinking. So were you like doing that at what, at, like 3.
1: AM signing into the course? No, not that late. I was, they planned it. So over there it was morning and I was doing it kind of late at night, just before, like I'd finish it about 11 or 12 at night. Okay. So it, was, it wasn't too bad. It was actually perfect for me. I love it. Yeah. Cause I have kids. I, I heard in one of your interviews, you also have kids, right? I do. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Nice. You too. Congratulations. So when I was doing the course, it was perfect. I'd put them in bed and then I'd be able to sneak into the studio and do my course. had to keep everything at a low level though, but still got it done. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm thinking,
0: uh, yeah, you get the headphones on, right? For me, it's been inspiring to meet individuals like you that have been, you know, in the space, working at your craft for, to be honest, a lot longer than I have on the production side of things. From the outside looking in, I was always intimidated that it had to be a career that you pursued only if you're like a single guy, you know, and I'm just so happy that I, the reality is so much further from that. I've met so many dads and husbands and just like really, really high quality and good people in the industry that I think that just helped make it be even more noble of a career than than a lot of people myself included might think so i'm happy to hear you know, how many how many kids do
1: you have <laughs> Three, three. Oh, nice nice i have a five-year-old a son five and twins who are almost two wow yeah hard work yeah it's uh no well, it's it's tough to be honest before the twins arrived like i was much more in the zone and getting a lot more done and then they arrived and my schedule got kind of messed up a bit with them here yeah, and it's you really have to kind of be self-disciplined and plan and, you know, make a schedule every day mm-hmm. so you can create some time to put towards music. It's hard work for sure, but it's it's definitely doable.
0: Yeah, I think it, it just makes you, fo- I think, focus more and prioritize the time Where when you do get a chance to be creative. Yeah. You can get all that energy built up that, you know, maybe in a previous life you would have just kind of scattered everywhere. At least for me, parenting has kind of helped make sure that those moments where work needs to get done are much more laser focused. So on the note of getting more work done, what's uh, 2024 looking like for Sam
1: Troy? What do you got in the books? So yeah, first at the tour room release, which was my first release on tour room and amazing.
0: Congrats, man.
1: Thank you. And you too, as well. I I love your track by the way. Awesome. Flashback. Great track. (laughs) Next month, I have another release coming out on get down recordings, which is Kid Massive's label, if you if you know Kid Massive. I know Kid Massive, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize he had a label. Yeah, he's been I think he's been doing that for a few years now. Cool. I don't I think maybe five, six years. Great guy. I met him personally when he came to play in Japan and again just became mates. That's your angle, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean being in Fukalka and we get big artists come because I'm the go-to foreign DJ. I always be the one who takes care of them, right? So I can make that connection very easily. So anyway, yeah, that's March, got that release coming up. And then after that, I've got another release on House Tribe Recordings, which is a Tokyo label, which is – I've been a part of them actually for a couple of years now, and we we do events up in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. Um, The event we did in Womb last year was a House Tribe event, and then they also do another event in Fukuoka where I live a couple of times a year as well. So I have another release coming out on House Tribe as well. It was actually meant to come out next month, but they delayed it because I have a – get down release coming out they don't want them to clash so they're going to delay it again for another few weeks so that should be out in april
0: nice i gotta look up Fukuoka on google maps in fact i haven't done this in a while but we'll just do a screen share because i'm sure everybody tuned in visually would like to to see but it's, it's actually a city i don't think i've ever heard of even though it's pretty big like most japanese cities right so
1: yeah quite far from tokyo right like yeah, it's if you jump on a plane, it's about an hour and 20. It's not too bad. And then okay. the bullet train, it's almost six hours. So, yeah, it is quite far. But Japan being Japan, even though it's far, everywhere is so convenient because they have an amazing public transport system. Yeah, you know, it from uh, so I was there for 10 days in around actually
0: in like 2017, 2018, the time you were just referring to. And I stayed, uh, stayed in Yokohama. No, nice, nice city. I like Yokohama. I remember being, uh, to your point, just being, being, impre- that's the thing about Japan is like, and I think uh, you don't, you just don't really see it in the Western world, but everything's clean, disciplined, great people. I'm sure as if you live there for a decade, you start to see things that you don't like. But I, I always like to tell people if there's one place, if I had to start from scratch, no contacts, no friends, like no, nothing, just pick one place in the world to start from scratch, I would pick Japan.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely got a lot of pros living here for sure. Yeah. Of course, there are cons like everywhere in like every country, right? I
0: feel like we just got to make you, we got to make you the like any major DJ comes to Japan, hit up Sam
1: Troy. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I'd, I'd love to host anyone that comes here, show you guys around, and we can make an event. I said the same thing to D Ramirez and Pete. Next time you come to Japan, hit me up. And they like, Yeah, like, definitely. We're going to make an event there. You'll be up there helping us out. Dude, nice. I, I'm going to, for what it's worth, I'm going to keep talking about this on the, I did on
0: the last interview too. I'll do it on this one. We have a WhatsApp group chat that we started when I moved here to the Toronto area. Natalie Knox and I, she was on the leaders of this new school in the fall. Okay. And we're like, okay, cool. We're going to add a bunch of Toronto people. And then we started adding a bunch of just Canadian people. And then I shouldn't say we, basically me. I just started adding anyone that I talked to. <laughs> so I gonna talk to Natalie See if we can get you in there cuz I think that again it'd be cool it'd be cool to just really just grow this little group chat that we have with all the all the alumni and just see what comes from it cuz there's definitely there's already been some really cool collaborations there's someone in there who does 30 minute guest mix on her radio show every week like I know a lot of students have gotten some publicity that way so shout out to Leia. Can't remember
1: Leia's last name? But shout out to Leia. Yeah, you probably you probably seen her before. Yeah, on uh, Instagram yeah ever since I started the academy, like I've started making a lot of friends on via Instagram that are either currently studying at Tourum or previously studied at Tourum and it's just been great. And Leia, I think Leia was her name. she was right. one of the girls that popped up on my feed and I started following her. I didn't know she was from Canada, though. yeah she has, she's in um, Nova Scotia. No, actually, I don't know she's probably to listen to this
0: and correct me, but I think I think Nova Scotia okay. uh, or maybe New, New Brunswick anyways man sam really great to meet you hear your story gotta end it on this one dream gig dream venue let's manifest your future a little bit what's the what's the one stage that you know you would love to play on oh man
1: i'm sure there's many i'm sure there's many but just first one that comes to mind <laughs> yeah the first one that instantly comes to mind is um printworks in london dude no
0: one said that yet i don't think anyone said that on this show yet And I would agree that's a really
1: good pick. Yeah. I mean, every video I see of DJs playing there, it just looks epic. Right. Yeah. The layout with the lights. Yeah. Just standing in front of that long kind of, I mean, it's not a hallway, but that just long room of just thousands of people in there with the lights going going crazy. It'd just be amazing. Yeah. I did see something about
0: it closing too, but it almost makes me wonder if that's like a, a marketing thing where they say that. And then all of a sudden it like opens back up again. I don't know. I hope that's the case (laughs) because that looks like a
1: really cool place to play. I agree. It'd be a shame for it to shut down. But yeah, I I heard about it shutting down well over a year ago and they, when I see them on Instagram, they still seem to be hanging in there. So I'm not sure when they're actually shutting down. Right. Right. No, I heard they shut down and then, yeah, you see like highlights
0: from fireworks. I don't know if it's like old highlights or what. That's so funny. I noticed the same thing. So let our listeners know just, best place to follow you. I'm assuming Instagram, but go ahead and just drop, uh, drop a, whatever resources you have right now. Yeah, please. Instagram,
1: Sam. Tr- Sa- oh, well, I better check my name. I think it's Samuel Troy official. Sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> on was, Instagram uh... you can find me there and on Facebook. Uh, my name is DJ Sam Troy music. So and the names are a bit different, but yeah, Samuel Troy official on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, that'd be awesome. Absolutely. We'll get you. I promise you, we'll get you at least one new follower.
0: from this interview thank you (laughs) (laughs) and hopefully many more anyway Sam you're the man thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us your time especially in the middle of the night or whatever time what time is it for you right now Uh, it's five in the morning (laughs) love it love it well you have a great day and yeah thank you uh, everyone who tuned in thank you mate I appreciate you inviting me on the show Adam thank you you too have a good day All right, guys remember in all you think say and do take it to the next level and stay dangerous